What was the word for is? Ist. Ist. It is? Es ist. Es ist. She is? Sie ist. Sie ist. And he is? Er ist. Er ist. He, she and it in German use the same verb form. Like in English. Like in English we add an S. He comes, she comes, it comes. We add an S on to to come. But in German we add a T. Just like as we have in ist. Ist is is plus a T. He is, er ist. She is, sie ist. So, to build verbs for he, she and it in German, we will remove our ending from the to form. So, let's begin with to come. For example, what is to come? Kommen. Kommen. We remove the en ending and then we put a T and we get for he, she and it. So, how would you say he is coming? Er kommt. Er kommt. She is staying here. Sie bleibt hier. Sie bleibt hier. Good. To visit was besuchen. Besuchen. How would you say he's visiting me? Er besucht mich. Good. Er besucht mich. He doesn't understand anything. He understands nothing. Er versteht nichts. Er versteht nichts. Or nix. Good. How would you say it stinks? What was to stink? Stinken. Stinken. It stinks. Es stinkt. Es stinkt. It stinks. What was to smell? Like the English to reek. Riechen. Without the ch. Riechen. 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 Good. If you want to say, for example, it smells of soup, you will use nach. Two soup. It smells too soup. Uh, which is quite literal if you think about it, no? When you smell something, the smell is originating from somewhere and leads you to that, no? So it smells towards soup. So how would that be? It smells of soup. It smells towards soup. Es riecht. Riecht. Es riecht nach Suppe. Suppe. So... We have the two different CHs here now. Es riecht nach Suppe. Good. What was to do or to make? Machen. Machen. How would you say it makes? Es macht. Es macht. How would you say it makes nothing? Es macht nichts. Es macht nichts. Or nix. This is used like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which very interestingly is ideologically exactly the same. If you think matter refers to matter, to stuff, to things. And when you say es macht nichts, you're saying it makes nothing. There is no matter. No? And then you have it doesn't matter. So that's very interesting how the idea behind those two expressions is extremely similar, but it's said in a different way. It doesn't matter. Es macht nichts. We saw machen for to do or to make. But we also have a verb coming right from to do. So, make your D to T shift and then make it into a German verb and see what it sounds like. Tan. You have do. Tun. Tun. Good. Now, D to T and then put an N to make it a verb in German. Tun. T-U-N. Tun. 
So machen is most commonly used for to do and to make, but tun is especially used in certain kind of expressions. For example, how would you say it does using tun? Es tut. Es tut. Es tut mir leid. Es tut mir leid means it does to me. Mir means to me. So we have mich for me and mir, M-I-R, for to me. Es tut mir leid means it does to me suffering. And this is a way of saying sorry. It's much like the Spanish way, lo siento, where in Spanish you say, I feel it. You are demonstrating your empathy with sorry. And the same happening here in German. Es tut mir leid. It does to me suffering. So, tun is used very often in expressions like this. So, es tut mir leid means I'm sorry. How would you say, are you sorry? Talking informally. Does it make to you suffering? If we have mich and dich, what do you think to you might be? Mich, mir, dich. Dir. Yes, dir. D-I-R. So we have M-I-R, D-I-R. Mir, dir. Mir, dir. So, are you sorry? Does it do to you suffering? Tut es dir leid? Tut es dir leid? Are you sorry? Light is spelled L-E-I-D, by the way. Another use of tun in such an expression would be to say that something hurts. If you want to say, for example, my shoulder hurts, you will say, my shoulder does aching. Meine Schulter, because it's feminine, meine, meine Schulter tut weh. My shoulder does aching. My shoulder hurts. But generally speaking, you will use machen for to do and to make.